My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by my brand new workbook, Perfect for Christmas. It's called The Busy Businesswoman's Guide to Getting Super Organized. I hope that you can get one under the tree for yourself and your business bestie and anyone else that you know in your life who would like to be a little bit more organized. You can get it now at simplystacymorgan.com. Last week in episode 132, we talked about the five best things I did for myself in 2023 and today Today we're going to be talking about the five best things that I did in my business and there was so much crossover and I talk about this all the time. There was just so much crossover for the things that I was doing for myself and for my business and my business and myself because I really am a firm believer that once you start doing things for you and working on you, your business improves, your business grows. When you stop investing in yourself, you stop investing in your own self-development, your personal development, then your business slows down. It's really hard for your business to grow if you're not growing yourself as a person. It's, you know, they talk about having kids being like the the best teacher, um, you know, the best lesson giver in your life. Your second best is running your own business. I swear by that because um, that's where we, we learn so much. We learn so much um, and we grow so much. And that's why I had so much trouble kind of deciphering the two <laughs> the two lists for you over the last two episodes. But this is episode 133 and I'm talking about the best things, the five best things I did for my business in 2023. Now, with this comes some uh, confession. <laughs> with this list comes some confession and that starts, that kicks off straight away with number one. So this year I was a lot more hands off with my team. And it took a little bit of getting used to for them. And I know it was frustrating for them, especially in in the early days, because um, they may have needed me more and I just wasn't there. And that was very strategic because a lot of the time and for a lot of the years, I haven't been practicing what I preach. I have been guilty of micromanaging. I've been very guilty of stepping in and rescuing. Um, And I just haven't been empowering them to take into their own hands their roles, their responsibilities, and be able to execute them fully. Now, in saying that, there have been a lot of learning that they have been doing that I've been doing alongside of them. So instead of stepping in and rescuing, I've said, hey, you can do this. And I'm. how about we meet on Monday at this time, um, every, you know, first Monday of every month, and we'll do it together. There's been a lot of that going on. But there hasn't been a lot of, oh, well, I'll just do it, which is how I did things <laughs> a lot previous to this. So um, that's been one of the best things I've done for my business because we're now in a position where they feel really good about their roles. They feel really good about what they're doing and they also feel clearer. Can I say they also have really spent this year realizing what they like about their roles and what they don't like about their roles, what they're good at and what they're not good at. And so a lot of, there's been a lot of movement in the business over the last couple of weeks, people asking, okay, 
this is is there any way that this can be taken off my plate and I can do this and instead and coming to me with solutions of ways in which they can better work in their own zones of genius, which I don't think they would have realized had I not um, stepped back and allowed them to to figure that out for themselves. Um, there's been a lot of sink or swim moments um, for my team this year and yeah, tough stuff. But the payoff um, has meant that it it's it's number one for my list of the five best things I've done in my business. And um, I would be interested to ask them if <laughs> it would be part of their top five as well. Um, I know that the business has been more successful because of it. I know that they have um, really had more ownership and um, built deeper relationships with so many of our customers um, that they wouldn't have done before. And so that's um, that's all really good stuff. So Stepping back, empowering my team and um, cutting out my micromanaging is number one for um, my best five things I've done for my business. Number two is get really clear on my financial goals. So we had a big family purchase um, this year that was, um, we bought uh, an investment apartment off the plan years and years ago. And 2023 was always the year that it was going to be ready. But 2023 seems so far away (laughs) and a lot has happened between when we bought it and 2023, let me tell you. But it was like, it was 2023 this year. It was crunch time. It was like, this is what we've been working for. This is what we've been aiming for. This is the goal that we had. And this is um, where we need to get to as a family. So for my businesses, it meant, okay, I need to get really clear and really strategic on um, the income that we're bringing in and what um, percentage of that is going to be able to be allocated to my wage. And that wage has to be consistent and has to be coming out um, on a fortnightly basis, every fortnight, no matter what, because those goals are really linked to our own personal goals. And so getting really clear on all of that meant that I did not have time to um, make decisions based on learning experiences, which I think I, I do a lot of. And I, I go, well, you know, this year we'll just do it like this and next year we'll do it better. And that that is often what happens. But this year I just didn't have the luxury to like trial and error. I had, if I was doing it, it had to be a success. And if I didn't think it could be a success, then we weren't going to do it. And so um, that's been a bit brutal. But what it has meant is that we've been really clear in the business, how we're going to acquire customers, what our targets are, how we're going to get there. And we've all been working together as a team as towards getting to those goals. Um, And so that's given me consistency in, um, in how I contribute to my family, which has paid off in the, um, the fact that this apartment is, is finished and ready and is now, um, we're able to let it out and, um, it's able to do what it, what its purpose was <laughs> as well as give us somewhere to to have a, a sneaky weekend away um, with the family if we want to as well so that was a really big goal for 2023 and um, it feels really nice to be on the other side of it now what we're doing is like okay what's next <laughs> where do we go to yes we are spending time celebrating um, and we're going to be doing a lot of celebrating at Christmas because we're actually going to spend Christmas um, in the new apartment which is very exciting um and then it'll go into like full-time holiday letting, but we at least get the the opportunity to celebrate all of our hard work and then um, what's next. And then we think of what the next goal will be and, and we'll be setting those goals to move forward. The next best thing I did for my business was to work more heavily on myself. I um, remember doing an Instagram live, maybe New Year's Eve, maybe New Year's Day. It was somewhere around there where everyone was talking about resolutions and I had this aha moment like mind blown 
about self-care and about how self-care is actually working on yourself and if you're not working on yourself then your business can't grow and I hadn't I'd I'd kind of linked self-care to um just like relaxation and feeling good and feeling better but I hadn't actually linked it to caring for self isn't that crazy oh I think I did a podcast episode on it as well as an Instagram live um but what I did this year was reframe my self-care and really thought about it from the context of caring for myself and what would the impact for that be on my business. And so I lent really hard and really um, tried to get consistent with my therapy. I tried to get consistent with my exercise. I tried to get really consistent with um, the, the little practices that I do every day um, that help me turn up as my best self. I tried to really form um, – I was going to say full on. That's not the right word. Deep. Deep is the right word. Deep relationship and connection with my kids, really investing in um, in attachment with them and spending the time being on the floor, playing the Lego, reading the book, asking the questions, following up, circling back, all of that. Because for me, that is self-care. That is uh, caring for myself. And when I'm caring for myself, my business does better. And because because of that, and I have absolutely no doubt because of that, uh, my accountant called me when we're at the snow, actually, if you want to watch my, go back and watch my highlights, highlights from that fun trip at the snow, they're on my Insta story, um, highlights. But my accountant rang me when I was on the mountain and said, um, do you realize that you, that you've hit your goals for the end of the year? And that was in August. And I was like, hang on, what now? (laughs) And so he said, yeah, you've, you've got to where you wanted to get to. And I have no doubt, absolutely no doubt, that that is because of the work that I was doing on myself, um, the work that I'm doing with Ali Garrison. Ali's incredible. If you don't already follow Ali, make sure you do. Um, and the work that I was doing and in investing that time and energy um, on the work for myself. So if you are one of those people who is shy about investing in yourself, uh, doesn't make time for self-care, doesn't necessarily think that that's um, productive or that's going to pay off for you. Um, I am living, breathing, walking <laughs> proof that it actually does. So that has been no doubt. Um, it's probably number one. If I had to rank them, this is probably the top of the mountain, um, working on myself in order to, to improve my business. Number four is a bit more, um, ego based. It was, um, getting to speak on stage at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Like, cool. (laughs) That was so much fun, especially because I loved Las Vegas in my twenties. And so I was really keen to go back there and and revisit. I hadn't been for so many years and I was surrounded by great friends and people I admired in my industry and um, just the opportunity to stand on stage and do what I love and share my message was really, really super cool. So um, in terms of the best things that I've done for my business, I've said yes to more speaking opportunities, even though it meant more travel and more time away from home, which was really hard. Um, it was still a great thing for me to do for my business, for my brand awareness, for my platform. And um, I couldn't have done that without the help of my speaking coaches, Emily and Heather um, and the Speaker Society, who really have helped me to really understand the importance that speaking plays in terms of the ecosystem of my business. And that has been really, um, I've got such clarity about that over the last year that I didn't have this time last year. And so that's number four for me. 
And number five is aligning my business with my personal goals, aligning my business goals with my personal goals, figuring out what my version of success is. Um, I talked a couple of episodes ago about how I um, had a reckoning (laughs) when I was, when I turned 40 about the decisions I was making in my own version of success based on what I should be doing or what I actually wanted to do this year. um, Being 41, I was able to really lean into those choices that I wanted rather than what I thought I should be doing. And it's just, it's just really paid off in terms of um, in terms of direction, in terms of abundance, in terms of moving me forward in the direction that I wanted to go. And in the early days, I would have thought that sacrificing um, time in my business and effort and energy in my business um, would have meant the downfall of my business, but it's actually been the opposite. Getting really clear on my personal goals and filling myself up, filling my cup up with the personal goals that I have in my life, time for myself, time with my kids, time with people I love, time with my friends and family, all of that has meant the business has thrived. And it, uh, that may seem like it, it's not possible. It may seem like a juxtaposition, but in fact, I can tell you there's like there's nothing more true it's me it's meant that when I'm in my business I'm actually really in my business I'm focused I'm doing deep work I'm paying attention I'm getting stuff done but it's also meant that when I'm resting I'm really having time to rest I'm really having time to play I'm really having time to enjoy and so it's been really beneficial for all of my businesses for for me to have that personal connection between um and that alignment between my personal goals and my business goals um I hope that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense to me in my head. If I'd said it to you this time last year, I'd, it wouldn't have made as much sense to me. So if you want to unpack that with me or if you want me to unpack that in a future episode, please let me know. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Simply Stacey Morgan. But that's my lineup. Um, empowering my team and stopping micromanaging, getting really clear on my financial goals, working on myself, my opportunities to speak um, both here in Australia and overseas and aligning my business goals with my personal goals have been the five best things that I've done for my business in 2023. If you haven't thought yet about the best things um, that have happened to you personally and in your business life for 2023, I encourage you to sit ta- sit down and do some reflecting. I encourage you to set some goals for 2024. If you want some help doing that, of course, reach out. I would love to have a one-on-one with you and um, just nut it out. If you don't want it to feel too formal, we can just go and have a coffee um, to Together we'll take our notebooks and we'll we'll do a little bit of work, but in a nice, um, relaxing um, environment. You can have a latte and and a latte and some goals. Maybe there's something in that. I'll need a better name for it, but <laughs> maybe there's something in that because often I think we put pressure on ourselves for it to be a really serious activity that we're going to do. But really, it's it's super fun, and I want to make sure that there is fun in that for you. So reach out if you want to do it together. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I will talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 